Hi, this is Christopher Lewis and Tina Bachrach. And welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between. And always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. And if you're looking for the right partner, we'll help you navigate through today's dating challenges intelligently. And if you're already in a relationship, well, we're going to help you keep it fresh. All right. So, Tina, here's one. Do you remember the movie with... Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro called Meet the Parents. <laughs> yes, who doesn't remember that one? <laughs> All right, well, this is our subject today, meeting the parents. Let's see whether you're just, you know, and it usually happens at the beginning of every serious relationship. Well, it, it happens at the beginning, but how far into the beginning? You know, that's, a, that's always a hard one. When do you introduce the parents? And you better make darn sure that this is going to be a lasting thing because usually... Yeah, it leaves a lasting impression. It leaves a lasting impression. And at least for us women, we think that you dudes are really into us. Like like we're marriage material (laughs) if you're going to introduce us to the parents. Yeah, it's a big deal, especially when you're right, when you know you're really into this person. And it's like, okay, I think it's time. So, um, well, let me just start off by saying... I know you have a lot of stories, I have a ton of good stories. And so you guys are probably all going to relate to about all 50 of them. But let me just start with a few of them today. So I'm going to go into one one of the biggest ones. There was, there's, And trust me, with my trials and tribulations of life, there's been a lot of girls and a lot of parents, you know. But I've been very thankful that all of them have been really, really cool and very nice. Yeah. I haven't had any bad scenarios. I don't think, but I'm sure one of well, them will come, come on, up. Then. You, there has to be a perception when they meet you. Well, I mean, it's probably coming from my parents, the meeting of my parents, more than any other person's parents. <laughs> So, okay, so I'm going to start with my parents first, whom I love to death, you know, and my dad, for instance, he gives off this like, hi, I'm a doctor and that status situation. It's like, it's like he uses it to intimidating the girl all the time. And if the girl can't stand up to handle it, you just, and he just sits there and watches them waver and just kind of like, like almost shiver and shake. It sounds like a school bully. It is. And and I've always told them that, but here's the thing, (laughs) the girls that I date, none of them have ever like shivered or shugged. they're always like, yeah, okay, whatever you want to well, say. Well, I believe that because yeah. the girls you date typically are they're successful women. And yeah. they're strong, successful ladies. It, it doesn't phase them. And what it does for him, if he sees the respect that they get back by just not fearing him, he respects them even more. Well, I guess it's no different than a father yeah. that does that with the daughter's respective right. boyfriends or husbands. You know, they they tend it's to... It's a test. Sure, it's a test. Mm-hmm. Or what about those overbearing moms that this is their baby son uh, and no girl's ever going to be good enough for them. Okay, well, that's another one. So my mom, who's a psychologist, I'm going to call her Claire Huxtable. Okay. Claire Huxtable. <laughs> She's Claire Huxtable. So what my mom does in this situation when she meets the girl, which I think is a little bit tougher than the dad because for the most part girls want to get along with the the guy's mom sure when you agree yeah you, I'm sure you, you suck up usually to the right. mom did you suck sure. up to the mom oh always okay always. i mean it's just as us dudes sucking up to the dad right. i think it's the same thing well, i think anytime that you really care about someone you put forth that extra energy right. because you want the parents to like you because many times the parents can be a make or break. Yeah, and it's it's a sign of like I feel like all of us use to show that we really are into their their child and we're we're in love with them or whatever situation it may be whether it you know we've gotten to that point yet but that that you're in it with right, them at right. the moment. 
So continue. Okay, so so my mom does this now. So my mom, you know, my dad puts like the whole you rather respect me, blah 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 sort of thing. My mom on the other hand turns into Claire Huxtable where it's like she'll sit there and stare at you for a while without saying anything, as poised and as proper as possible because, you know, when she speaks it is very proper and she puts on this air of like, So, who are you? Nice to meet you, blah blah blah. What are your intentions with my son? What do you do? Blah blah blah. And it just goes on to the stream of just like all these tests and questions and and it tests your intelligence and that's the other that's almost just as bad as being intimidated it by my dad it almost sounds like the fbi like it just had to have that light spotted yes. on you yes exactly interrogation it's an interrogation but it's but it's done in a way of like the sweet way and then all of a sudden if she doesn't like she like i didn't like her later <laughs> on i did not like her what she usually tells me after i break up with a girl years oh, right. of Right. You didn't. You liked her then. My mom used to do that to me. Well, I didn't want to tell you, but I never liked him anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. It's like, oh, really? Because I'm pretty sure when he was taking you along to wine and dine me, trying to impress you, you acted like you liked him then. A whole bunch back then, you know, <laughs> right. for sure. Well, I think that we all go through some sense of, as I'm going to go the other half now, when myself meeting the parents, it, it is a stressful situation, but I also find it kind of like a new challenge and something fun to do because first of all you're you're meeting your your significant other's parents and I want to see how much they're like her does that make sense oh my- God, you know what traits has she? I would have never ended up married. <laughs> well, but you want to know. It's like they, you've got to pull some traits. You know, they have to pull some traits from their parents, obviously, right? Right. right. So, which one are you going to get along with, the dad or the mom? You know, it's like, are they both going to be cool? Are they going to both just be kind of just laid back? Who's the detective? Who's the intimidating one? Who's the fun one? You know, it's just all fun dynamics. That I'm interested in meeting half right. the time. It's uh, it's interesting because my mom was oh boy. My mom was a real character. Okay. She, um, very brash, majorly opinionated, um, had no problem um, exerting herself. Right. And, but was also so susceptible okay. to flattery. Uh, you know, like I said, being taken out, wined and dined with me, trying to get close to her. She was so easy. Okay. Just such an easy mark. Okay. But when it came down to it, she was always right. Of course, you know, my mother was married four times. So she got to know men pretty well. <laughs> so she already had like her, um, what is it called? She's, she's had her experience of choosing oh, and yeah. picking. And she could kind of see the, um, uh, the big talkers coming from a mile away, right. although she was susceptible to it too. Right. Um, I feel like sometimes they project though, you know, because they're past mistakes. Yeah. You know, whoever you're bringing in and whether the person be right or wrong, it's yeah. like they already have their opinion because they've already been through that type of person. But they if my dated husband had judged me from my mother, mm-hmm. oh my God, I probably would still be single. Well, well, because why? Because she was going to say that he was never going to be good enough? Well, more because she was just so outspoken okay. and really... Um, just really kind of bordered on being, well, acerbic. Right. But so, I mean, and beyond opinionated, which right. a lot of men don't dig, by the way. Yeah. They like opinions to a point, but not to the extent that my mother 
put them out there. Okay. See, I would have been all about that just because it's like, you know what? If she has a voice, I want to hear it. You know, yeah. vice versa. Well, you want to hear it for maybe five minutes. Well, good she, point. <laughs> a little of my mom went a long way. Especially if you get some drinks in her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's the best time to meet the parents, by the right. way, people. If you're meeting some them over dinner with drinks, and some people try to keep their P's and Q's. Once again, I'm not that person. So my ex-wife, for instance, meeting her, like her mom and her dad was one of probably the best times I've ever had. Oh, do tell. So I'm coming from like a full day of like tennis lessons, right? You know, I'm exhausted. I'm running late. So we, we're at the Mondrian meeting them for dinner at Age de Cuba. And so I get there. They're already having their drinks and sitting there. So what do I do? She's like, oh, here's my mom and here's blah 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 so I go hey nice to meet you the waiter comes up uh could I have two rum and uh, I was like could I have two Jack and Diet Cokes please she looks at me like just like oh, and I'm like what I go I know because I'm gonna suck the first one down that I need the second one so I can sip on I need to catch up her parents just started dying laughing like she was appalled that I would do that in front of them but it opened me up to saying this is who I am and they they express they respected it well but you also weren't serious serious i mean like you. oh chuckled. no i was serious no i know you're serious but yeah. the way you do it and you're so cute and well, you, right. you disarmed them. it's not like i had a drinking problem right. you know right. <laughs> so. no well it kind of depends you know again doesn't it depend though on the person and the demeanor right and two people can do the same thing and it's perceived in two different ways absolutely that's very true that's a good so, point yeah but for you it, it worked out i'm telling you meeting the parents for me it's like you know unlike like the Ben Stiller movie with Robert De Niro. I never felt like I had someone trying to research my background and look into what I did, but I can understand that people have probably had a lot of ups and downs with parents who didn't like them. Or... Well, from my, I still remember, and you know, it's hard for me because I am fortunate. Most parents I got along with, but I did date this guy. In the 10 years between my first husband and my second husband, I dated a pretty fair amount. Mm -hmm. Nobody lasted very long. I mean, literally, when I say not very long, I mean maybe a date or two. <laughs> maybe. But the one that lasted the longest was for six months. Okay. And he was a super nice guy. Really a great guy and probably just a maybe a different time in a different place in our life. Things could have worked out differently. Okay. But his mom and dad... Well, first of all, they were Jewish. His mom was American Jew, uh, his dad Persian Jew. Okay. Which, I don't know, in my opinion, I thought, oh, cool, you know, we can celebrate twice the holidays. Right. Yeah, religion shouldn't matter. Yeah, religion right. doesn't matter to me. I thought, oh, this is, kind, this is cool. Oh, no. They took one look at me, and they did not like me even a little bit. Okay. And I think, too, because I made no bones about the fact that there was no way I was ever converting. Right. You know, for those of you that want to do that, hey, my hat's off to yeah. you. I personally don't believe in that. I'm not a religious person. Uh, my thought is always just, hey, you celebrate your holidays, we'll celebrate mine, and that's twice the fun. Right. Well, not apparently to these folks. Okay. And they were so incredibly rude. And I remember I was going over one night for dinner to meet them. And this was maybe the first or second night I had gone over there. And so, you know, when you go over for dinner, you don't want to go empty-handed. Right. And I didn't know if they drank. So at the time, I was working, oops, excuse me, I was working in a little shopping area that um, there was one of those cookie places. Okay. You know, and they decorated with all the icing and Wait, stuff. Wait, the Mrs., the Mrs., what was that Oh, Mrs. Called? Fields. <laughs> Mrs. Fields, the big giant cookies? It was a big giant You didn't bring cookie. over a big cookie. Well, because he had a child that oh. was uh, five at the time. I'm just saying so I, I would have eaten that cookie. Oh, my gosh. So I bring this big cookie. <laughs> 
and I take it into the kitchen and as I'm leaving the kitchen I just hear the dad and right behind me looking at the wife and I, I glance over and I hear him going why did she bring that oh man and I just thought you did know, you just like die at that point I was I thought because I well first of all because I have manners idiot which obviously you don't <laughs> And it put a bad taste in my mouth. And we didn't date for much longer after that. Okay. Because I just knew... Did you tell him, though, the boyfriend? You know, well, what finally did... Well, there was a whole other thing to it. But basically, I ended up telling him, you know what? Your son is always going to be first, which he should be. Right. Your son first, your parents second, your friends third, and me fourth. Right. And I'm just not going to be fourth for anybody. Okay, well... And that's how that ended. So I like what you said right there. And this is something on how I've lived my life with dating. Um, You know, like once again, I... Christopher Lewis, I'm a black male. I've never dated a black girl my entire life. So I'm always of the white persuasion in a weird sort of way. Not that it's by choice, it's just a preference of just likeness, right? So my mom, for one, was always like, I just wish you just dated a nice black girl. I'm like, well, mom, you know, it's not that I don't, there's just not one there. But at the same time, because of this, growing up, you know, in Texas and everything was not like it was a challenge, but it was always in the back of my mind on how parents would feel about the girls that I dated. So I always put a first thing that, you you know, I'm not dating your parents. I'm dating you. I could really give a shit what your parents think. But at the same time, if it meant a lot to them, it meant a lot to me. You know, so I always made sure, obviously, when I met the parents that, you know, how would they how would they take to me? You know, here it is, your daughter. Here I am. How would that happen? And, you know, I just navigated it through quite well. And I'm, I've been very fortunate never to have any problems. Now, not to say that I didn't go in with a little hint of, like, you know, fear or just a sense of how they might perceive me but it always worked out well well i'm sure that has to that has to play on it comes into a lot of relationships though whether it be religion ethnicity um nationality you know because once again it's just like i mean you could be of the same uh, ethnicity the same religion and you're still gonna have the same problem so it's universal well also though don't you think kind of it depends where you are like I'm sure mm-hmm. again you said being black yeah. black male dating white <gasps> that's going to be am. different than Texas yeah Dating there, there are certain racial perceptions yes, there are. than perhaps dating here. And and I say, I remember um, I had dated um, a Mexican guy mm-hmm. in college. His parents were migrant farm workers, and I'm whiter than white and blonde. <laughs> and I remember the first time I went to meet his parents, and they they didn't even speak any English. Okay. And they just, the dad loved me, loved me. And they were just the nicest. I love that. They were the nicest, sweetest people. And I've never had, I have to say, it's only been one time that the parents took an instant disliking to me. Okay. And I knew I could see, I think when people have a perception, you can work past that. Yeah. But I could see with these people, I was never going to work okay. past that. Okay. Yeah. And that would always create Some tension, sense of tension in the relationship. And especially with the, you know, with the, with the guy from his parents as well, depending on how close they were. So I had a situation, um, you know, in Texas and Amarillo coming from Dallas where uh, I went, my girlfriend was of a very prominent family, a very 
like well-to-do family there. Everyone knew who they were. So my first time visiting him was getting off the plane to where I'm off the plane, and there she is standing there with uh, some people that she knew and her dad. And I was, and I didn't go up to him because I could see the look that they were who they were speaking with. They wouldn't have understood. So when I met her dad and her mom, they ended up being like the most amazing, most open people. Her mom took a little bit of work. Don't get me wrong, but her dad was always like really accepting of me. You know, we got along really well, and I really appreciated that. Well, let's elaborate on that though. You said that they were talking to people. That so you... they were talking to some people, you know, because once again, here comes this black guy getting off the plane, you know, with with <laughs> one of the most well-to-do people of the whole town, and um, and so I I read that I stood off, and when I went up to her, she goes. Thank you. This is my dad, blah, blah, blah. So we ended up going to the country club that day where the mayor proceeded to call me Tiger Woods. Do you know Tiger no. Woods? I go, dude, oh, do no. I look like I'm like like anything like Tiger Woods? Oh, um, no. The, the only reason why I'm on this golf course is... is that, does that go to the all you all look alike kind you, of the, thing? Uh, the whole thing. That's, oh, another, that's a whole other topic of subject. I'm so, so embarrassed for this but person. Her, but now her mom, though, the same day when I met her, I could sense that she was a little... Not that she was put off, but she, was, she had this look of concern in her aura because she knew that here's her daughter dating this guy you know they have they don't know me yet. but the lucky part is that I met the majority of her friends a week before they came to Dallas to hang out with us so they were all excited that I was coming and so what happened was after that weekend her dad um, and her had to go off to Vegas for some business and so she goes well what are you gonna do and I was like in between modeling jobs like you know what I'm gonna stay here she goes wait you want to stay in our house I go yeah, you know, because she had her own apartment. I go, your mom's fine in the other place and I'll just hang out with your mom and be there. So I ended up staying there like for the two days by myself. By the time Mira, you know, my, my, my girlfriend at the time got back, um, she was like, the whole town knew me. They were waving, hey, Chris, oh my God. Her mom and I are hanging out. She's like, what the hell just happened? I go, what are you talking about? I mean, this this place is amazing. Everybody's so awesome here. But that's because that's you. And I you made, have that winning personality. Right. And it's people comfort. are going to fall in love with it. It's comfort because I sense that her mom wouldn't think that, oh my God, people are going to judge her. People are going to be like talking about, it. they're going to be the talk of the town about her daughter dating this guy, blah, blah, blah. But then when I just went out there and ended up staying, right. introduced myself to everyone and just made it act like this is who I am and it's fun. It changed everyone's perception. And doesn't it also go to um, maybe this really is a relationship maker or breaker? Right. If your personality being the way it is and mine being the way it is, if I figure if a parent really doesn't like me, yeah. then maybe that's not the relationship for me. Now, if I if every relationship I had gotten into and every parent I met, like no one liked me, right. maybe I'd have to sit there and you know scratch my head and think, gee, what is it about me people don't like? But when it's one yeah. out of how many even how many people, yeah. I think that kind of maybe is an indicator of whether you should stay in that relationship or right. not, because depending, if you're all living in the same town, maybe if you're in California and they're in Florida, who really cares? Because you're not going to have to see them that often. Maybe you can you know, stick it out for a holiday mm -hmm. or two. But when you're talking about, like in my case, these were parents that he got together with every single weekend and that's, for family dinners. Right. And that's what I was just getting ready to say. If something like that to where the you know your significant other is like a huge 
like you know his family's big to them you know what i mean it's like family life life. is big sure it's like if you come in and 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 they're always sticking up for what their parents are thinking or whatever it's never going to work because you're never going to be good enough and you're not and you and you two will never see eye to eye in a relationship and you will never be first that's the thing that always bothered me, which I get if you have kids, your kids need to be first. Yes. But you need to be somewhere around there. And when you are playing backseat to somebody's right. parents, it's, yeah. you know, where are you going to go from no, there? No, I understand Especially that. in the beginning of a relationship, if you're not at the top of the list, where are you going to be by the time you ever get married and oh, you're all settled in right. for the next five years? You know what I mean? You're going to constantly be placating these parents, yeah. constantly kissing ass. I'm sorry, but you know it shouldn't. Nothing should be that hard. Right. My mom once told me um, before I got married years and years ago. She once told me that, you know, when I did get married, she said that that is your family. They come first. I'm secondary. And and it rang true to home of like, wow, it's like, you know, because this is my mom. Like you raised me. Like, I love you so much. She goes, I'm secondary now. You Like I, that matters. You know, your new wife matters first. Your family matters first. I'm in the rest of us are secondary. So I agree with that. Well, that's really nice of her to, um, it's a testament of course to you. She too, was Claire Huxtable. I told out. you. Yeah. No kidding. She had the wisdom. But how many people get that lucky? They, no, because they they're, the rest are selfish. They're yes. selfish and they don't want to let go. You know, like um, with my new relationship. Now, here's another version of all this spin, <laughs> which is kind of fun. So with my with my new girlfriend, and this is coming directly out of marriage, you know, just recently separated. I reconnected. You are. Just uh, me. Separated, yes. Correct. Me recently separated. I reconnected with an ex-girlfriend who was just, she's just a light of my life. Like I'm just head over here for this girl. And it's been three years now, so everything's good. So, But at the beginning, um, you know, her mom wasn't on board, you know, because technically I'm still married. I'm getting out of something. And usually when you're just separated for barely, what, two months and we reconnected and just, you know, we knew that we were going to be together. Her mom was like, don't you think that it's a little too quick? He's still married. He's not divorced yet. And by the way, I'm I was I'm in agreement with her mom. You know, well, she yeah, had a right to feel that the way. The mom is worried that uh, that she that her daughter's rebound girl. Right, and I'm not going to be going back. Hurt. Yeah. Correct, correct. So all of that, right? So her mom came for Christmas time, let's say, right? And I met her for the first time, and I could I could see the concern on her face. You know, so what I decided in this moment, which is something that if you guys ever see this out here. I decided to tackle it head on, you know, so we're at a dinner, um, you know, my girlfriend had a uh, Christmas party uh, in, in, sorry, Christmas Eve par- dinner party. So we're all sitting outside and, um, and I was sitting next to her mom ta- talking with her. And then I said, you know, I hear that you have some questions for me and, and I want to, I would like to talk it out with you. And so we proceeded to talk it out and I think that helped a lot you know and I let her know my stance on where I was I appreciated that she was protecting her daughter and felt that way because anyone who didn't I would think did not care and I'm glad that she cared for her daughter since absolutely and I think you know you have to you have to at some point um, uh, talk about the elephant in the room, right. and you can control the narrative a bit if you confront it yeah. and actually talk it out. Then if you try to act like it doesn't exist and everybody's making these comments it, and these um, um, judgments right. behind your back, it could have made it for a different story. Sure. Like if like if I didn't tackle it head on, knowing that she was uncomfortable with with the situation how it was. First of all, you know, I I 
loved my girlfriend. I was happy with her, and I wanted her mom to know that. Look, I go. I would never, you know, knock on wood, do anything to ever, you know, put her in a situation that that I wouldn't want to be here with her. Right. And so, um, so if I, but if I would have never said anything, I think the road to getting her mom and I to a point would have been a much longer road. And um, fast forward three years later, her mom is amazing. We get along very well. I can sense that her guard is finally down and, and generally she likes me and it makes me really happy. And not only that, it makes my girlfriend more comfortable knowing that we can all be, try to be a family and get along. Well, at least she wanted to work, that mom wanted to obviously work things out with you and wanted to like you and that's not something that just just because you even talked about it at right. that moment that doesn't mean she felt that way of course but not. it's been enough time now that she was willing to do that willing to keep an open mind that's correct and you've earned her trust now i've earned her trust time. because i've i've said everything that she asked was what's concerned about i had fulfilled all of those questions that she had so, so in uh so then in summation, what, to, so, so what are some of the big things that you've learned that you think you should do that are proper to do well, with Tina, the parents? Well, crack, crack. So here's what I've learned. First of all, if you have a rebound girlfriend that I've learned, your dad and your mom might not like this girl. So there's been a story where I broke up with a girl. have to say not the right way, just more like a kind of like, you know, crossover a cheating type way Ooh. where I brought this girl to my sister and brother-in-law's house on New Year's by the oh, way God. they were expecting the other girl to come oh no I forgot to tell you that one yeah God. expecting the other girl to come all of a sudden I showed Oops. this girl and you know my hair was done platinum I was in a crazy mode so my dad looks at me and was just like after about an hour of us talking and meeting he goes he looked at me with her standing in the background going why is she here what, what happened to your girlfriend what she's nothing like anything you would ever date what are you doing with this girl and I was I was appalled four months later I realized what he was saying oh you know. my god but how did she react did she hear him of course she heard him but to me it was a blur we still had a great weekend I oh, think it was a blur because maybe alcohol was involved no not at that time oh, because okay. that okay. will bring anybody's alcohol level down you know what I mean it's like I buzz kill he's straight I mean I've never ever would have thought that my dad would have done that to anybody but he did so one of the things that I've learned if you're dating a rebound don't introduce to your parents so fast that's something i could tell you for yeah, sure maybe maybe not take them to a family party right away yeah because that that's not going to go over very well i can right. tell you that so what do you think is a good length of time to wait to introduce the parents i mean i don't really think that there is any length of time i just feel like with any dating or relationship situation when you like love and it's a, you, there's no timer on love you know it's just any scenario can come up and if you feel it's right then do it you know like once again it might not be the right person in the long run but it's the right person now that you feel that you have a connection with that's that you are ready for them to meet your family I don't think anything's wrong with that so um, as long as once again it's done in a way that you both feel it's the right time because I'm sure there's been a lot of us out there that go I don't I don't think it's right time to meet your parents just yet well I think it's it's particular and you know I guess it works I was going to make kind of a generality but actually it goes either way you should definitely make sure that the person that you're dealing with that you do want to have a relationship of course many times people see an introduction to the parents as 
this is a super serious True. relationship and there's going to be a ring around the corner, right. you know, an engagement ring. Of course. So I think it's reading your partner. It's, it's a status. And, it's a status of the next level. Yes. You know, yes. I agree it's, with it's that. It's indicative of what's going to happen right. next, right. usually. And once again, in the moment when you ask, you know, when is the right time? Yes, that's true. I agree with you there. There is a time of, of saying, hey, we're going to take to the next level. But it's also you f- with that feeling and hopefully that your partner agrees with that feeling right. as well. You know, so... Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. All right. Well, if you guys definitely have any comments on this one, I am the parent guru. I could talk this one all day long. Somebody has to have a good meet the parent kind uh, of story. Yeah, I'm sure there's tons. Whether you've been knocked down, hit down, the FBI chasing you, or just <laughs> virtually just the parents just pulling you in with all the love in the world, I'm sure you got some. So please send us your comments and questions. Thank you so much, you guys. You can reach Tina at Tina Tina dot dating. I'm sorry, I can't even speak. Tina at dating intelligence.com. That's right. And, and you can read Christopher at Christopher at dating intelligence.com. And please don't forget to check out Dating Intelligence the blog at dating intelligence.com. Lots of good stories there, and it's a continuation of what things that we're talking about. Thank you once again for being here with us, and we will see you soon. Until then, keep it fresh. Bye guys.